Since my office was in the college library, I saw lots of students every day, but there is one who towers above the others. She was sitting there alone studying, and at first, all I could see was a massive sparkling crown on her head and a purple sash with glittery words. Clearly, this person wanted to be seen and recognized for whatever the crown and sash denoted. I had to find out more. I went over and introduced myself and said, hey, I couldn't resist coming over here. Who are you and what's this crown about? I'm dying to know your story. She told me her name was Tara. She was 21. She was the state winner of a pageant and represented Georgia in the national contest a few months earlier. Chatty, charming, and bursting with life, she informed me that she worked for Delta Airlines and was pursuing a business degree. Final exams were looming, so like everyone else in the library, she was cramming for them. But unlike everyone else, she was in an electric wheelchair due to a car wreck that rendered her a quadriplegic. After we talked for a while, I invited her to speak at our upcoming college fundraiser. And like the queen she was, she graciously consented. But you have to wear the crown and sash, okay? I told her. Of course, she said with flourish. As the fundraiser was about to begin, there was no Tara. I was worried she wasn't going to make it, and it was raining cats and dogs. Could she be stuck in the rain, waiting on a bus maybe that hasn't arrived or won't arrive? Disaster scenarios flooded my brain. The fundraiser was a good distance from where the bus would have to drop her off on campus. Just as a volunteer was dispatched to search for her, she made her entrance, but not the kind she intended. Although her crown was intact, she was drenched and in disarray from the rain and so upset, she was hyperventilating. Several staff members whisked her to a private area and dried her hair, adjusted her sequined blouse, and fixed her smeared mascara. Somehow, the crown hadn't budged. After a few minutes of deep breathing, Tara calmed down and was ready for the spotlight. As you might guess, she wowed the audience and tears flowed. Her speech earned a standing ovation, new fans clamored around her, and at this point, she was glowing, pure light. She'd been seen and heard and honored and celebrated at a level she'd never experienced before, not even in the pageants. She continued to regale our guests until she had to scoot off to her night job at the Atlanta airport. Tara was on the move again. On the drive home, I figured out the answer to my initial question of what the crown was about. It represented fire in a cold, desolate place. To paraphrase Carl Jung, it was the kindling of a light in the darkness of mere being. I'm Loretta Hannon, and that's the view from my front porch.